0: The findings of the longest-running longitudinal study of ageing in Aotearoa have just been released as a book. The study followed the same groups of people aged between 55 and 90 over 18 years. The book is called Ageing in Aotearoa, the New Zealand Health, Work and Retirement Study. Joining us, one of the authors and co-leader of Massey University's health and ageing research team, Christine Stephen, to tell us more. Kia ora, Christine did you see? The study was set up in 2006. Why? What was the purpose?
1: Well, the purpose was the concern by the government at the time and its ongoing concern about an ageing population and what that would mean for the well-being of older people and for the country in general.
0: How did you do the research? What did you do?
1: Well, we had just started by surveying a group of people in 2006. We had six Thousand respondents and over 3,000 of those agreed to go on into a longitudinal study. That means that we keep surveying them every two years. We've gone back to the same people, but we keep adding on at the bottom of the age group as, they, as our huh. um, cohort ages. So we've got about 4,000 people in the study now.
0: And um, long answer, I'm sure, but what have you learned? What have been the biggest headlines?
1: Okay. I think the thing that we want to keep saying at the moment is that older people are very diverse. And I know that sounds very simple, but I think that there's a sort of ageist assumption that everybody around 65 becomes this one type of person called an older person. And that's just not the case. And so a lot of policies and a lot of practices, for example, you know, during COVID, everybody over 70 was treated as if they were all the same Mm -hmm. in terms of their risk. And that's just not the case. Like, it's a huge, um, diverse population, part of the population. And so that's one of the messages we want to keep um, making clear um, the other thing is that most older people in New Zealand are doing quite well, so that counteracts the stereotypes also of people diminishing and suddenly becoming very needy and dependent on the rest of the population. Mm. In fact, older people contribute a great deal. A lot of them continue working well into their 70s. And so um, they're not all these um, needy, this needy group that's going to be a huge burden on society.
0: Was that a surprise?
1: Um well, I suppose when we first started, yes, we weren't quite um clear about how well most of the older people in New Zealand are. However, um the other side of that coin, of course, is there are smaller groups that do require our support and consideration, but that's you know that's targeted to specific groups of people. <laughs>
0: Uh, you explore the role of neighbourhoods and their effect on older people and their quality of life. What did you find?
1: Yeah, well, um, neighbourhoods became very interesting to us around 2016. That is a, a surprise finding. I think we weren't really focused on the idea of housing in neighbourhoods, but we slowly realised that housing is very important in regards to people's health. And once we started asking more about it, it is mostly about the neighbourhood. And so the um, people's sense of security in their neighbourhood, their sense of trust and um, getting on with their neighbours is very important. And these um, aspects have impact on people's health, their mental health and their um, satisfaction with life and their quality of life and loneliness and those other aspects that we're very interested in.
0: How was the book's launch yesterday?
1: Oh, it went really well. <laughs> um, we had a lot of stakeholders there who asked some very interesting questions, and of course, that's what we want people to do. When we say stakeholders, I mean organisations that are interested in ageing research and want to find out more. Um, so they were asking interesting questions from their perspectives, uh, and that gives us feedback. And oh, what are people wanting to know for our next iteration of our research? Mm. Um, We had participants present, and that was wonderful because we are incredibly grateful to our participants for giving us their time and their information. Um, We had, of course, um, ministry people and politicians present who we do want to um, give our information back to because to influence policy. And um, yesterday was very celebratory, and we had some excellent keynote speakers, so it was a good day
0: fantastic we tend to think of um, part of the problem of an aging population as being uh, losing workers what have you learnt about older people in the workforce
1: oh that's been a major push of the last um, five years of the study so there's a lot of information there so once again you're asking a very big question mm-hmm. um what we do know is that um The workers themselves, as I said earlier, you know, a lot of people do want to go on working. And there are a lot of ageist attitudes in society that makes it very difficult. So say at 55 or 56, you lose your job. And, um, you know, from redundancy or whatever, it's very, very difficult for a lot of older people to get back into the workforce because of these ageist attitudes. But we... um, the, well, policymakers, the government understands that we now need older workers. They have a lot of experience, we need the workforce um, to be active. And so there is quite a lot of concern about how to maintain and support older workers to stay in the workforce and re enter the workforce. So, one of the big jobs, I think, for the future is not so much persuading policymakers now but showing um, organisations how they can support older workers, why they should value older workers, what they can give back to the workforce. So those, there were arms of the study looking at those aspects. We do have a website where all those findings are reproduced, if you
0: Yes, please.
1: That one. Shall I give it to you now? Yeah, go on. Okay, um, it's www.. Better work in later life.co.nz
0: We'll put a link to that on our website so it's easy yeah, for people well, to find.
1: One of the yes, thank you. One of the really interesting things about the findings from there is the section of work on older entrepreneurs. At the launch yesterday we had um, Three of our older entrepreneurs actually present, (laughs) who'd been in part of the study, just talking about their businesses that they'd started in older age. And that's been a very fascinating and interesting aspect of the research to discover how many older people do want to start a business in older age, how well they do and what skills they bring to doing that, and what sort of support they might need to help them to do that. And in response, the Office for Seniors um, in the Ministry of Social Development has already set up a hub to support older entrepreneurs. So that's ongoing work, that's been very successful. And we've got a lovely report that's got some very um, interesting and fascinating stories that might inspire other people who are thinking of starting a business in older age.
0: That's really interesting. Do we need to follow Britain's lead and launch a ministry for loneliness?
1: Oh, that seems a weird thing, doesn't it? We a little bit. There is a. a <laughs> I don't know. I can't answer that. I'm not suggesting that myself at the moment. Is loneliness it's, one of the
0: big problems that came through from your research?
1: It's not a big problem among the population. However, interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's you know there's fewer older people that are lonely than you might think. However, we know that if people are lonely, it is strongly associated with all sorts of very poor health outcomes, including Alzheimer's disease. So um, we are very interested in um, preventing loneliness as one of the things for supporting people to age well. So I don't know about a ministry for loneliness, but it's of concern. And so we can come back to housing because one of the most important things we found in our study is neighbourhoods are one of the ways that we can do something about, you know, or think about how we can actively help people not get into that um, stage of loneliness as they grow older and maybe lose their partner or lose older friends.
0: Well done. Nice to talk to you. And... um... Good luck for your remaining research, which I'm sure will be ongoing, but uh, well done on what you've achieved already.
1: Yeah, we hope so. Thanks very much, Jessie.
0: It's Christine Stevens, who's one of the uh, authors on Ageing in Aotearoa, the New Zealand Health Work and Retirement Study. She's co-leader of Massey University's Health and Ageing Research Team.